This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Health One. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, so um, just based on the requests uh, list for the Medical Minute, I thought I would do Epistaxis 101, which was one of the requests. Um, nosebleeds are a personal favorite of mine, which probably puts me in a very small percentage of clinicians, but I really do genuinely like them uh, because people come in both scared and physically uncomfortable, and uh, there is some morbidity associated with it, and you can really make, a, make someone's experience with it much better if you do it right. So a couple of just sort of um, myth busters, uh, common, common misunderstandings about the nosebleed. The most important action after getting a clamp on somebody when you start to uh, take care of them, assuming that the ABCs are attended to, that they're not in shock or anything like that, is having them blow their nose, which is a huge misunderstanding. People think that they can't do that. And in fact, you can really make people feel a lot better if you coach them through a really good nose blow. Because often what's happening is they just have this massive amount of clot that's sort of in their nostril and in the back of their oropharynx and everything like that. So you'll see what I usually do in a stable patient, just begin by getting like a couple of towels or you know paper towels or what have you and having them really do a good nose blow. If they can get all that clot out, then you can get the clamp on them and talk to them a little bit. The second thing is that if you clean them up a little bit and give them a glass of, a glass of water and an empty cup, and have them gargle and spit and then wash their face off, all of the tension in the room goes down, you know, 10, 10 tension points because the family is less freaked out and the patient is less freaked out if you just do those few little things. So I try to attend to those really early, again, assuming they're stable. So the next thing is to, for us is to see if we can identify the source of bleeding. And I can say I can do that maybe 50% of the time where after they've flown their nose and we've cleaned them up a little bit and they've gargled out all the clots in the back of their throat and then I look in their nostril and I can see sometimes that little vessel kind of pumping away on their anterior septum. That's the most common site where people are going to bleed from. There's this little friable nasal mucosa there and then right underneath it is this little plexus of blood vessels called Kesselbach's plexus and that's where the majority of nosebleeds that we see are bleeding from, but sometimes you just can't see it, either because it stopped at that minute or, or there's just so much clot and blood and everything in there that you can't see anything. Um, also, we see that a lot because the nasal cannula oxygen that a lot of these patients are on is sitting right on that spot, and it just kind of dries it out and erodes it, and, and then that's where they bleed from. So again, pro tip, you take that nasal cannula and you put it in their mouth and have them coach them to, to breathe through that. So the next thing you want to do is do some kind of topicalization. And so I like just let. Uh, and so I usually will ask, ask the nurse or whomever I'm working with to get two, two things of let, four cotton balls, and then to two cotton balls in each of the bottles of let, and then both cotton balls up both nostrils. And I like to do both sides because out of the gate, especially in a bad nosebleed, you don't know if you're going to pack one or both sides sometimes because you can't always see where it's bleeding from. And so I just topicalize both sides. And usually at that point in the stable patient, you've got like 10 or 15 minutes to just let them kind of percolate with their let. And when you come back and pull the cotton balls out, I would say 50% of the time in those patients, 
it's now no longer bleeding. And at that point, I'll usually take silver nitrate and just cauterize both anterior septums if I can't see where it's bleeding from, or the one side if I could. Um, and then I make a decision basically based on whether how old they are, whether they're on oxygen, so cannula, and kind of whether they're any coagulated about what I do next. Because a lot of times you've now stopped it. And if they're young and healthy, I might be done, and we don't do any more treatment. But if they're any coagulated, you know they're going to bleed again. So I go ahead and put in something mechanical in there. And we do like the balloon sponges. Those work best. Like the Rhino Rocket is one brand. But something with a balloon that you can blow up. And at that point, you know, those are super uncomfortable. So we'll put them in the side that we think it's bleeding from and give it five cc's of air. The patient's usually very uncomfortable. Wait a few minutes, then give it another five cc's of air. Most of them can take between 10 and, and 20 cc's. And that's often all you need. Now, post, a couple words about posterior bleeds. Um, it's a myth that we know out of the gate what's a posterior bleed. You usually can't tell. And although they're like an anatomic definition of the blood vessels involved with posterior bleeds, the really practically a posterior bleed is a nosebleed that doesn't stop with an anterior pack. So really it's, a, it's sort of a diagnosis of exclusion. So you pack them anteriorly. And then if they're still bleeding, that's a posterior bleed and you need to do something else. Myth number two is that ENT plays a role in these patients. ENT can help, but there's not much ENT is going to do that I can't do or one of our providers can't do. Really, the service that's helpful if we can't get these people stopped is IR. So it's the same people who, who are doing our strokes. It's neuro IR. So if I have someone who's got a bad posterior bleed, I've packed them anteriorly, and then I've put in that huge posterior balloon that looks like a Foley with like a big <laughs> anterior balloon in the front and they're still bleeding, then that's a true posterior bleed. They're rare. I've been at Swedish since 2003. Maybe I've seen four, you know, in all of that time. So these are pretty uncommon. But the next step is you intubate the patient and you call neuro IR, just like doing a stroke. And then these patients get embolized because the vessels there are brain vessels, you know, that are their anterior like carotid circulation vessels that need to be Need to, be, uh, need to be taken care of. So we talked about cautery, topicalization, posterior bleeds, kind of the next step if you can't get it stopped. I, I, I pointedly didn't talk about the use of TXA, but that is kind of a growing thing in popularity, and I, and I think people have done some medical minutes about it. I do use TXA, but in my practice, I kind of reserve it for the pretty minor nosebleeds who are not anticoagulated, who are not old and frail, who are not on oxygen, and who I'm going to try to send home without anything else other than just a squirt of TXA. And in my experience, that's the small selected group that, where that really benefits. The big bad nosebleeds, old people on Eliquis, I don't, I don't use that. So any questions about epistaxis? Oh yeah, what a, what a great question. So yeah, absolutely. I, if the if the as a as an RN, if you want to just go ahead and have them blow their nose, get some let up in there, get them start. Absolutely, because I think that that's um, it doesn't interfere with my ability to evaluate them at all, and it'll make them so much more comfortable. I think we would all agree that anxiety is a large component of the presentation of epistaxis, and if you can address that proactively, they really the whole thing goes much better. Great. So thank you. Any other questions?
We are on a quest to provide the world with free medical education. Please help us out by rating us on iTunes, following us on social media, and subscribing to our newsletter at emergencymedicalminute.com.